Look, we're just getting here, getting started. Looking forward to a couple good days of work in some rounds. Our emphasis will remain on our installs, our systems, our fundamentals, but obviously a new opponent. It's an opportunity to see different levels of talent, new players, different schemes. It's a good opportunity for our, our team to go ahead and change it up a little bit, come out here and compete. So, any questions? What, what are you uh, expecting out of uh, Kadarius and even Kenny Galladay uh, tonight? Yeah, both those guys are going to focus more on the rehab with the trainers. We're going to keep ramping those guys as the week goes. They're both on different levels in terms of their individual body. But uh, while we're here, we'll use the facilities the Browns are allowing us to use. Our trainers will be here with them. Saquon as well will be in that boat. He won't do anything competitive against the Browns. So we're just going to focus on these guys getting in you know, better shape and focus on getting healthy, get back on the field and go 100%. Did see Saquon sneak into a seven-on-seven seven rep or two the other day. Is that a, a step forward? Yeah, so he didn't sneak in. Everything we're doing is very scripted for him. So a few one-on-ones, a few seven-on-sevens for him. Uh, there's at times put him in a red jersey. Uh, we're very specific about who he's working against on our team to make sure you know we're really controlling the reps. Um, our guys have a lot of respect for all of our teammates, especially guys in the position Saquon's in coming off of injury. So we want to make sure that there's no miscommunication or misinterpretation of what the drill is. We're going to limit the contact at this point. He's definitely advancing in his rehab. We're going to keep on pushing as far as we can. Uh, going against another team in competitive drills, we don't think that's the smartest avenue for any of our players to come off injury right now. So we're going to be careful of Saquon, but he is progressing in his rehab. Joe, in some strange way, if you were not having a joint practice and you were back at the facility, would Saquon do a little more than he'll be doing in these two days? I'd say it's safe to say the answer to that would be yes, Paul. Um, I couldn't tell exactly what that would be. It'd be more along the lines of the one-on-one you saw the other day, the seven-on-seven you saw the other day. It wouldn't be 11-on-11 contact. I can tell you that right now. But it'll be more than what you're going to see these next couple days. But we're going to make sure that we get the volume up and simulate as much as we can while we're out here. Joe, if you're having uh, the 11-on-11, um, I know Kevin had said yesterday, as we, you, know, you guys are on the same page, the idea of not bringing guys to the ground. Yes. Um, how do you teach that for your guys, especially with the juices? Kind of get going well we work that every day in practice we call it our team tempo when we say team tempo we're playing fast we're playing aggressive but we're playing controlled we're playing on our feet we're not cut blocking to take someone to the ground we're not live tackling all the way to the ground we're not taking kill shots on players you can thud up a runner if you're looking at him and he has the opportunity of avoiding you we're not taking any kind of shots on a player or a defenseless player on the side we'll tag off we're going to thud the runner close to the line and let him finish and carry down the field so all of our defense players can finish in pursuit as well Tell how you can manage the scenarios in joint practice. So what are you guys going to work on? What are you going to work on today? Yeah, so you're going to be see a mix of a lot of things. We're going to work some team blitz periods, a uh, different mix of team run and play action periods, some team two-minute periods, work a seven-on-seven. Seven. You get the mix of the offensive line, defensive line, one-on-one scenario. You'll see some receivers, DBs, one-on-ones or release-type drill periods. You'll see the tight end safeties, running backs going one-on-one -on -one in pass drills. You'll see punt punt return emphasis taking the kicking game tomorrow. Be kick kick return emphasis in the kicking game, but. These are all things that you can go ahead and really work with the other team and make sure you're on the same page. You talk about the tempos of the drill, the reps of the drill. It's something that goes all the way up to as late as last night, making sure that we're both on the same page in terms of the health of our team, who we have available to practice, to make sure that we make sure we manage the reps for everybody involved, you know, that we get the most out of practice, but we're also smart with our players. You have to caution the players prior to this to not cross the line or do you want to see the juices flowing because it is competitive? Well, it's football, so it's going to be competitive. But like right now, the leadership group on our team and the Browns are talking. Make sure we're on the same page. Both staffs have talked to their players extensively. I spoke to our players. Kevin spoke to his players. We've both given the message we're here to work together. Okay, we don't have to get on a plane and fly across country to come get in a fist fight. We're here to play football against a good team and improve what we're doing as a team. How much can you uh, particularly learn about your offensive line going against uh, some their defensive lines? I know they got some talent over there. Well, they're a very talented team. So in terms of what we're trying to learn, we're trying to really focus on 
our fundamentals, how we can progress, it's definitely going to be a different look against their players. It's different when you see the same guys in practice day in, day out. You can really get a feel and a rhythm for what they do as a player technique-wise. And then you can watch all the tape you want, but once you go ahead and you get in live action or at least, you know, faster-paced competitive action against a different opponent, it's going to always be different. So they've got very talented players in this roster. It's a very well-put-together team. It's a very well-coached team. So it's going to be a great challenge for our guys for these next two days coming out here and compete. Joe, what do you think you're going to get from the, the three guys you've added to the roster since the preseason game? Uh, we're really just looking for competition right there from those guys. And we're giving them the same opportunity everyone else on our roster has to come in and demonstrate they deserve a place on this team, to earn a spot on this team. So we're going to give them the opportunity this next, you know, couple days to two weeks, depending on how long it goes, and give them a chance to go ahead and slug it out with our guys and show they're one of the best 53. You specifically about Josh Jackson, what, what, do you, what do you guys like about him that made you want to make that deal? Well, there's a lot of things we like about him. And it's not just, you know, one specific thing, but we thought overall it was not only a good move for the team, but it was good for the players involved as well. And uh, we appreciate everything Ike did here. He made a lot of contributions to the team. We love him as a person. We respect him as a player. These guys are very well liked in the locker room. I have all the respect in the world for Ike and for what he did for our team. I think it's going to be a good situation where he's going for him. I want to make sure, you know, as a vet in this league and someone who's really contributed to our team, that, you know, I made a decision to always help the team, but also had his interest in mind as well and gave him an opportunity with a few weeks left in camp to go out there and make a team. You, you and Kevin have orchestrated, you know, what, how you want these two practices to go. But um, the individual guys, like in 11 on 11, they're not going to know. You know, you know, your period, team periods back home, they kind of know. They're not going to know the fronts and the schemes, things like that, right? No, we're, we're not tipping our hand in terms of what I mean. we're doing. No, all, all you tell each other as coaches, you know, the emphasis of the period, you tell them what personnel is going in the game because that's information you know in game day anyway. You talk about the down and distance and the hash. And after that, the offense coach calls his play, defense coach calls his play, and you go ahead and you play it on. So do you anticipate looking at the film of this tonight and saying, some guy's looking a little out of sorts or, you know, oh, see, that was a look we didn't see, we, you know, and I mean, that kind of thing maybe, you know, and them too, we maybe take a step back to take two steps forward kind of thing? Well, there's always adjustments, and that's part of these exercises as well as us as coaches. What adjustments do we make tonight going into tomorrow? What adjustments can our players make? And then also anticipating what adjustments might they make based on the schemes they see. Now, look, today's going to be a lot of early down in the field work. Tomorrow's going to be a lot more red area work. So you're going to see different schemes, and then those parts of the field, different things show up. It's not going to all mirror each other day by day, but you are going to see some adjustments day to day. So Saquon will not participate in drills against the Browns? He will not. Nothing against the Browns, I've had. Joe, well, we, we had talked to you on Sunday. The sense was you guys needed to add depth on the offensive line, right. obviously. You, know, you even thought you might see a, a body in. Is that a sign that the guys that maybe weren't participating last week have gotten healthier or at least healthy enough to be a part of this? That's definitely a part of it right there. I mean, look, we, we got Jonathan Harrison's back out there full practice with us now. You know, Ted Larson we added right before the game last week. I didn't want to go ahead and throw him into live action without him even having a snap in training camp. That really wouldn't have been fair to him. It was a little more of a break class emergency type situation. Uh, we were able to get through that without using him. He's obviously been practicing with the team now, so we feel we've added a couple players right there that help with our depth. Who was the uh, best quarterback in the Philadelphia Catholic League in like, the late 1990s? <laughs> Brett Gordon. Brett Gordon was a monster now. Yeah, he played at LaSalle, so I don't think anyone likes to admit that LaSalle, but uh, yeah, Brett Gordon was really, really good. He played, played at Villanova. Uh, I can't remember if he was part of the national championship team or not. He's actually coaching. He coached at Ole Miss when I was playing at Mississippi State. We actually intersected on the field before the game a couple of times. It was fun catching up with him. I think he's coaching high school again right now in the Philly area. But uh, yeah, Brett was one of the biggest guys. I think Brett was about you know 5'9". He was a scrappy dude, but he could air it out. Now, Brett was really, really good. Those LaSalle teams are pretty damn good. So, I mean, if you ask our strength coach, Craig, I mean, he's a LaSalle guy. He'll tell you all about it. Not that anyone cares to hear about them. But, you know, we'll give you that right there. Who, who was the second best? In the late 90s? Yeah. If you're trying to infer between me and Kevin, yes, I, yes, I, yes. I didn't play in the Philadelphia Catholic League, guys. Uh, I played for Lanzo Catholic. We were in the PIAA. 
we were playing for the state title. Uh, the Catholic League played for the city title. So it was different schools, different areas right there. But I appreciate the trap nice question. Try. I got a bonus. Later, later, hey, later on, we're going to have a pump pass and kick competition with me and Kevin. So if you guys want to stay yeah. after like that, yeah, tomorrow it's a relay race. So we'll make sure we get the rest of the lineups. Hey, Joe, Kevin said yesterday that you seem destined for this as your life, you know, just being from a football family, et cetera. I don't know how well you knew him back then, but did he come across that way as a guy that was probably going to be a coach at some point? Yeah, you know, it was a short term that we were actually in the same school together. Um, my brother was a couple years older than me. Him and Kevin actually played together a few years. Um, my brother had all the respect in the world for Kevin. I did as well. I know my brother got pretty close to him as a player, being on the same team. He was a senior. Kevin was a sophomore. I think the one thing that always came across to me with Kevin is he's he's got a natural toughness to him, and he's got a natural focus to him. So if you were to ask any either of us back there when we were 14, 15 years old, I don't know either of us would looked at each other and said we're going to be coaches in the NFL at the same time. Um, but I don't think there ever would be anything that would have doubted where I think Kevin could have gone in life. Um, he, he's always had that drive, he's always had that focus. It's funny, it's, it's a small, you know, we talk about the Philadelphia Catholic League, Dan, but it's, it's, it is a small area in that part of Pennsylvania. You keep up with everybody in terms of who's playing, what they're doing. Um, you know, I always kind of kept up with those guys from the prep. I kept up with those guys from Father Judge and other schools down in the city. Um, but look, I had a lot of respect for Kevin. I knew he was a tremendous player. Uh, I know when he played at Penn, you know, he played a lot of DB and did a really, really good job. Uh, I wouldn't put a ceiling on anything Kevin's doing. I got a lot of respect for him as a person, a lot of respect for him as a coach. I had a lot of respect for him as a player. Um, you know, I can't say enough good things about him. And as I explained to the players, you know, part of the reason we're here working with this team is me and Kevin having conversations back in the offseason and our relationship together that we, you know, the respect together, what we want to accomplish to get our teams together. And we both have things in mind that we want to accomplish. And it doesn't mean coming out here and sloppy work. I know his team plays, they play hard, they play fundamentally sound, they play well coached. They had a lot of success last year because of the way they put the team together. We're looking to come out here this week and just get better as a team. And that's really the goal right there. So does it work out well to be able to work with guys you have relationships with? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you one last one? I don't know if you answered this already, but could you tell the, does this mean anything to Freddie Kitchens to be back on this field? Today? I can't speak for Freddie. I know it means a lot for me to have Freddie on my staff and be out here with us today. Uh, well, I mean, could you give a hint as to what he, how much he helps you? Like, what does he, what does he do for you? Freddie's hands on with everything. And, and I'll tell you what, the funny thing about the NFL is it's a small league. You know, and even as I walk in the building, there's equipment managers that I've worked with before. There's receivers coaches I've worked with before. There's people in the personnel department I worked with before. So, it's it's not uncommon anytime you cross over with organizations that there's familiar faces and places you've been before. Next week we'll be in Boston. That's a place that I spent about a decade raising my kids. But I'm a giant now. And you move on, you move to the next place, you carry the experiences with you, but you move on and you work where your feet are at that time. Um, I can't speak for any one person on our staff, but every single person on our staff, you know, Freddie obviously in that category is a tremendous help to me. I rely on these guys for their expertise, uh, for their insight. I rely on for their leadership and the way they develop our players. Uh, he's great for me. He's great with the players. He brings a natural intensity to him, brings a lot of experience. He brings obviously a different personality. At times he can crank it up intense. At times he can make it really light and loose in the meeting room. And you need a combination of both those right there. So I think our personalities play off well in our staff. Uh, you know, look, we've all got kind of a public persona. We've all got kind of a, a way we, you know, address these meetings. And then we've got a behind closed doors of our players of how we are as well. And it's fun to see kind of when the personalities let your hair down a little bit with your guys of how everybody kind of plays off each other.